Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos, Estamos en riesgo, riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar 20 en español.com. There are a lot of things that matter to me. Family, community, culture, and peace of mind. Hi, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and when balancing life, I have to say nothing brings more comfort than having support. And when it comes to ensuring those things that matter to you the most, State Farm offers the support with an agent available in person or on the phone to discuss your coverage options. Support when you need it, however you choose. That's State Farm's way. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Honey German. My parents are Dominican. I was born and raised in New York City. I love sneakers, and I'm a body-positive advocate. I'm Carolina Bermudez. Soy Nicaragüense, but I was born and raised in Ohio. I'm a wife, a mama, and a worker bee. This, This is, is Life in Spanglish. Looks like we are back at it again. I mean, every time we get a chance to hang together, it's always a good time, if you know what I mean. What's up, guys? It's Carolina. It's so crazy because we record this for audio, but we are on video. And it's like yeah. before I was like, should I look good for Carolina? And then I was like, nah, she's getting to sunblock and that's all she's getting. I'm sorry. No, no, that's exactly what I'm giving you, too. I mean, honestly, when you're working from home, I went through so many different phases of, okay, I'm going to be motivated. I'm still going to wake up at the same time. And then that quickly went away. Then it was like one hour later. Do I really need to put on my, my mascara today? Nah, nobody's going to see me. So now it's just like, now you get the real me, which I love. And that's a fact. <laughs> uh, let's see. So let's just check and make sure. We hope that you guys are enjoying the fact that we are back. We are loving that we can come back to you guys. Um, it's almost like when you don't ride a bike for a long time or you don't do an activity, you know, you're just, we're finding our footing again. And it's just really crazy since we're still not in the office a hundred percent. You know what? It's crazy, Carolina. The whole time we did life in Spanglish, it always just felt like a conversation between me and you. So it's like, for me, it came back like, okay, now we're catching up every single week and we're recording it for other people to hear about it. Exactly. So no, we are just so glad that we are back on track and that we are giving you guys the shows and we've been encouraging you to send us your info and any questions and stuff that you guys might have. But today we're going to talk about something that Honey wanted to discuss that I'm really interested in hearing all about. And I want you to set this up, Honey, because I feel like it's going to be so helpful to so many people. You know, it's, it's something that I'm dealing with right now and it's the dangerous trap of 
of toxic productivity. What this means is when you're always on when it comes to work and being productive. And, mm-hmm. you know, eventually it becomes plain old unhealthy and unhelpful. For a lot of us, being home for this past year or working from home means that we constantly want to be doing something. We want to be productive, especially when it comes to work. Me, I'm so, so big on like being honest, right? Mm-hmm. If I'm working from home, I want to constantly be working, even if it's just the amount of hours I'm supposed to be on. Let's say like I work seven to three. From the okay. moment I wake up, I want to be productive. And sometimes it's spilling over. Can I tell you this, Carolina? Like maybe like the two hours right before I wake up, I'm doing like an inventory in my sleep about what I need to get done. Oh, so it's just starting from even when you're in bed. Yes. I'm doing a rundown. Like I never thought about what I needed to do when I got into the office before while I was sleeping. You probably thought about it though on your commute, right? Like, I'm just wondering why you're substituting it now, like in your downtime, maybe because like during your commute, you would have gotten on the train or the bus or whatever it is. And like, you would have started plotting out like, okay, when I get to work, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. So maybe because you've eliminated that step from your routine, maybe like while you're in bed, this is what's happening. I mean, for me, it translates as anxiety. Like, cause I'm constantly going through like, oh my gosh, did I do this? Did I forget this at Target? Do I need to go to BJ's? Do I, you know what I mean? So if there's like a constant tally going on in my brain of the things that I need to take care of. But you know, it's crazy. At least I was awake before. <laughs> now I'm sleeping doing I it. I can't believe that. So then what, like, is it dreaming or is it just a state of sleep that you can remember? Because I don't remember anything anymore. It's like I'm semi-conscious. Like, I feel like, let's say we're making a big announcement. Yeah. By like 536, I'm tossing and turning the announcement. Back to sleep a little bit. The announcement. Back to sleep a little bit. And you know, this whole, I guess I'm trying to be productive in my sleep. Isn't that crazy? I feel like it is definitely like a state of anxiety. You know what I mean? Because like, okay, for example, like your station was announcing that you were having a uh, concert. Like maybe it's in your subconscious. You know what I mean? Like all the things that you need to make sure that it gets executed the right way. Yeah. And that one was big. Like I was, I was leading, I was running in point. Like everybody was coming to me for everything on this as far as the digital space goes. So yeah, you are right. I did have a lot of anxiety. I wanted to make sure that nothing went wrong. And it was like, the announcement was at 7 a.m. Imagine I overslept and shit didn't go off at 7 a.m. Oh my gosh. And that would happen to me. That would happen to me. It's always the days when you have like the most important thing. Or for me, when we were working at the building, the days that we had an interview and I needed to get there extra early, there was an accident on the LIE, jackknife tractor trailer. You know what I mean? It was just like, those are the breaks, but that's why you got to be able to roll with things. So something that my brother told me a long, long time time ago. And I use it to this day. That's why my husband makes so much fun of me because I love office supplies. I love little notebooks. I love jotting things down. My brother actually told me, he's like, whenever you have a thought, and this is my brother, Renee, whenever you get overwhelmed, because I always have a million things going on in my head. He would say, whenever you have a thought, write it down. And he's like, and I'm not talking about notes in your iPhone, get yourself a little notepad. And it doesn't even matter. It's almost like stream of consciousness. You know, I'll think of something funny. You know what I mean? Like that somebody else is, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's funny. I want to use that. I'll write that down. Or if I think of a birthday idea for my kids in the future. I'll be like, oh, wow, I could do this for their Minecraft birthday. No, even if I don't use it, it's there. And I could it's always there, reference it. Back to it yeah. Exactly. And I see that you have a notebook now. So is this like something that you're doing too? Oh, yeah. Like I like to like make notes. 
when I do meetings and stuff, I take notes because always somebody comes back and they're like, oh, no, that wasn't said. I'm like, yes, it was. Revert reverts back to notes and I'll be over here with my little paper. And she my keeps pen. receipts, everybody. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> it's like now we're moving differently. It's like now we'll be yeah. in a meeting, a bunch of people talking over each other. I might hear something that you don't hear and I can come back to you and be like, hey, we missed this step. Going back to toxic productivity, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a disservice. Like we feel like we're being productive. Like, oh my God, I'm, I'm making so much use of my time. And from 7 a.m. to 9 p.m., I'm busy. But it's taking a toll on a lot of people mentally, you know, and now you're not even being as productive as you can be because you're burnt out. And it's just plain old unhealthy, in my opinion, you know, and it's unrealistic that as a human, we can constantly be productive like all day and all night. There's a reason why they said, you know, I mean, and I don't know a lot of different religions, like they believe differently, but there's a reason why you have a day of rest in the week. You're supposed to, your body needs it. Your heart needs it. You do. You need to just press the reset button. And we are just constantly on go seriously. And that's where I think the lines are blurred. I don't know how to set boundaries. If somebody emails me at 8 p.m., I'm answering by 803. And that's something I'm struggling with. That is toxic productivity. Even like, let's say like yesterday I was in church, right? Uh-huh. I'm getting messages on teams asking for things. And I'm like, why am I in the middle of a sermon checking teams? Like you've got to fix yourself. This is not good for you. I am like constantly checking emails, texts, teams, DMs. Like I want to make sure I don't miss anything. But then I know other people that would never even think about checking anything work-related on a, on a weekend, nonetheless, on a Sunday, I'm like, teach me your ways, please. Because, you know, like I took some time off from work, but I still don't want to be viewed as like, oh, because you had a stroke, you're not as productive or because you had a stroke, like, you know, things are falling behind. So I'm like constantly trying to like overprove myself, not even just prove myself, overprove myself. I'm the one that answers in one minute. I'm the one that if somebody needs something converted into something, I'm doing it. And it's killing me. I'm not even going to lie to you. It's killing me and it's killing my relationship to a certain extent because my husband can't have a conversation with me over dinner without me making sure I'm checking the Holy Trinity, which is text message, email teams. And I keep repeating the same circle, you know, at least once an hour, even when I'm not on the clock. And I'm sure I'm not the only one suffering from this, especially if we're working from home. You know, you don't want your boss to think like, you're slacking off because they're not seeing you before. It's like, fuck it. As long as I'm here, they know I'm here and I'm working, but it's like working from home. Now it's changing. Well, okay. First of all, I appreciate your honesty because I think that you are being very forthright and honest about what you're struggling with. Right. And so I'm definitely not going to shame you, but I will say this, you have to set the boundary. I was at church yesterday too. And you know, I did not look at my phone one time because it's tucked away. You know, I think that there's an issue with us, even just as Americans in general. And a lot of people say like, oh, the Europeans are doing it the right way. You know, there are so many countries that have adopted four day work weeks now, especially after the pandemic. And I think it is the right way to do things. You know, two days for a weekend, you basically don't even have enough time to do things for you. So now it's allowing people that on a Friday, if they want to go to a doctor's office, that they have the ability to do that. Or, you know, if they want to take off a Monday, whatever, whatever schedule it is that they're doing, but those boundaries have to be set by you. So I'm the opposite, honey. Like I have started now, if you text me, 
And if it's something that I don't immediately need to get back to you for, I will, I will let you wait because I don't want to set that tone that I'm going to get back to you 30 seconds after you text me. When it's work related, you really do have to let people know I am not yours 24 seven because you are not mine 24 seven. When you have a question and you need help and you reach out, are people that quick to get back to you? And I have coworkers that do it. And I admire them. And I'm like, wow. And I want to be like them that they have no problem being like, I do not work at that time. Or I do not work Saturdays. or I do not work Sundays. Or I work until five. And Carolina, never in my life would I ever write some shit like that. Anywhere where someone that works with me can read. I want to change. Well, that tu lugar is really like what it is, you know? And I mean, and, and I think that your concern is something that you're putting on you. If somebody's going to be a jerk and be like, wow, you know, she isn't answering after, you know, she came back from taking nine months. You were not on vacation. You were working on rebuilding your life, literally. So you know what? If it takes you an hour to get back to somebody, they're going to have to deal with it. And look, I mean, this is the issue, I think. If it's pressing, if it's urgent, absolutely get back to people. But if it's some bullshit, which you know in our industry, people are emailing bullshit requests just to make sure that they look like they're working. You know what I mean? That's where I feel like you have to have a better filter of, you know, and it's not easy. It's not easy for me either. You know, I mean, it's hard. It's hard it is. It, you'll be judged, you know, like, oh, look at this one. She's a diva. Don't hit her after five. She'll be gone Friday after five. You can't find and her. What? That's right. Nine. So keep talking about me while I'm out at 530 guess- with my girls <laughs> relaxing because I deserve it. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. As an actor, a producer, and a proud Latino father, my days can get very busy, which is why I make sure to dedicate time to what's important, like supporting my community through my work, sharing my Colombian and Venezuelan culture, and being present for my family, which is everything to me. Hey everyone, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and we're reflecting on what matters most. I start by giving thanks for good support in my life whenever I need to make the big decisions. How about you? If it's insurance you need, State Farm is there to help you choose the right coverage for you. And State Farm offers great support 24-7. Just call an agent. 
Stair Farm is also a big supporter of Michael Tudor Podcast Network by helping to share our Latinx voices. Like a good neighbor, Stair Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tudor shows wherever you get your podcasts. You know, there are ways, even during just, you know, just let's say Monday through Friday, nine to five or whatever your schedule is. There are ways where you can take, you know, a little break. Like I have a little list here that I want to share with our listeners. Oh my gosh, I want to hear. Yes. In case, you know, in case somebody is, is struggling, but no cell phones, you know, while you're eating, like no computer, no cell phone, put everything away. You know how you used to have breakfast and then you would go out for one hour lunch, you know, take an hour lunch. Don't look at your cell phone. I mm-hmm. wouldn't even bring my computer home before the pandemic, Carolina, honestly yeah. speaking. Um, also, you know, just take a break, you know, take a break after you're working. Let's say three hours steady. Take a little break. You know, even if it's a little walk, go outside your house, get some fresh air, pop open the window and, you know, just look outside for like five minutes. Also, you know, set aside specific days and times to spend with your partner or spouse, your kids, your family. So I guess that would be Saturday and Sundays. And also get a good night's sleep. Make sure that, you know, you're getting at least seven or eight hours of sleep if you can. Huh? <laughs> so, that's a dream. Oh, Seven to eight hours. I'm lucky if I get five. I went to bed at nine o'clock last night because Bless. we had something major happening this morning. So I was like, you know what? Let me go to sleep. And, you know, Noni was like, do you mind if I go out for a little while, you know, meet a friend for a drink? And you know what I said? No, go for it. I'm the one that needs to be asleep at nine because I'm the one that needs to be up early. So, you know, I give him that freedom. Also, you know, make sure you're eating throughout the day, you know, and drinking your water. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that so many people forget to do really like you're so busy taking care of everybody else, you know, it'd be 10 o'clock in the morning. No, he's like, you want something to eat? I'm like, hell no, I'm busy. And I'm like, nah, you know what? Yeah. Bring me some grapes. I deserve to eat. You know, yeah, my job is very important, but so am I, you know, make sure that if you guys are out here, you know, suffering from toxic productivity also that you're feeding yourself and you're nourishing yourself. Another thing is also, you know, detaching from social media. I don't know how you do that. I mean, honestly, I really don't because that is your job. I detach a little too much, you know, where I'm actually poked by our, you know, people that work with us in the digital department sometimes are like, hello, you know, you got to engage, you've got to do this, but like, you need to do more. I know. know. And it's, it's hard, but yeah, for us, like we constantly have to be looking at what celebrities are doing. Oh my God, such and such announced a tour three hours ago. You missed it. Okay. Here I am looking like the ultimate slacker, but it's not that I wasn't on for three hours. I was working on a project or I was on teams or I was on here. You know, you have to detach from social media if you can. And, you know, if it's really affecting you, talk to a mental health professional. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Oh, please. My therapist, she has been working over time. She has been doing such a great job. Seriously. I mean, I really do. I make use her as an outlet. She's making that copay. You know, I mean, I'm, I think I may have purchased a purse for her or something. She might've like hooked herself up with like a nice jacket for fall or winter, uh, from all the times that I've called her. Something that you brought up. Telehealth? We do. We do Zoom appointments. On Wednesday nights, I tell Mark, take the boys, go watch The Flash. I need my 45 minutes with my girl. He knows. He knows the drill. He gets bedtime started. And it has been one of the biggest biggest things for me this past year that has been such a positive change. It really has. I've always gone to therapy, but like really keeping that appointment and talking to her and and helping her understand kind of like what I'm going through. She has just been a tremendous help for me. Something that you said at the beginning of the list though, is a major rule in our house. And I always say it to everybody and people don't believe me. 
we don't have phones at the dinner table. I still cook for my kids. We, yes, like, and I don't cook every night. I mean, I'll, I'll even get like takeout or, you know, we got Chinese food last week, like whatever, you know, even if it's take, I don't care. The only thing we are allowed to have at the dinner table uh-huh. is music on the Alexa. I'm going to definitely adopt that because, you know, sometimes we go out to dinner and I'm like, we look stupid. We're spending all this money out to dinner and you're not talking to me and I'm not talking to you. Like, what are you looking at? You didn't see that story I put of Noonie. We were like at a rooftop. I'm like, what are you looking at? It was, a <laughs> but, but you know, I look at people like sometimes I span the room and I'm like not talking to each other, not talking yeah. to each other, entire family on their cell phones, first date already not interacting. And I'm like, I don't want to be that. And I'm like, put the phone away and I'm going to put my phone away too. So definitely going to adopt that when it comes to the house too. Well, it's human connection, honey, you know, and it's like something that has turned into something really cool in our family. So it's like, you know, little Asher, Asher loves Kid Leroy, the Kid Leroy. Okay. He's obsessed with him. So every night somebody gets to choose the music and sometimes it's so sweet. Like Noah puts on what he thinks I want to hear. So the other day he goes, mommy, why don't we listen to, um, dinner jazz and i said we could listen to dinner jazz is it if you want to we started listening to it and he was like mom can we change this i said yeah you know what we tried it we didn't like it but this is my shot to like play for them music that they might not be exposed to you know what i mean so it's like right now noah's going through a real m&m phase you know and how did he find m&m that's my question first i do not know but if he loves something he will research it and he's going through his m&m phase and i said you know we listened to a couple of Eminem songs and I was like this sounds a little angry for dinner can we switch it up and then you know but but, the, but what I'm saying is like there's that human connection we're talking about things we're talking about something that he's interested in we do not use any devices whether it's at home or out and Mark is a big believer in this because Mark doesn't is never on his phone so it's a beautiful gift that we give each other and what just connecting with the kids and I think it's so important for people to like really try to start adopting that put your phone in your bedroom and leave it there you know what I'm saying? Especially if you're on your phone all day when you work, put it on silent, put it away. Your family matters just as much as you, your career or making money and, you know, feeling good, you know, feeling physically well and having a good mindset is also going to help you do better work, right? If you run yourself down to the ground and you're on 24 hours a day. You're of no good to nobody work or family. It's like you have to be healthy in order to be properly successful. At least that's my take on it. Have you ever heard this term, palmada? Estaba palmada. My what mom is- would say, it's like when you are just, you are freaking done. Palma. Okay. Like you are just spent, you know? Okay. So for us, it's debaratada. I means like that's it it's over you don't squeeze was done. Bit of juice out of you no no more ounces left and you don't want to be that person you know there, it's very true and I think that this is something that you may have realized too it's like everybody always talks about my job my job my job your job is not going to be there when you need them like I remember these memes saying like if you die like your job will post your job within the next week don't even give them a week they might do it in 24 hours you know what I mean like hold on hold on who can we put in yeah and it's like and then you're sacrificing your time with the people who actually would be there for you or would actually care you know about your existence so that's why I think that we really need to shift our thinking and it's a good conversation to have 
like, look, we're not perfect. I know I definitely fall into the trap sometimes, you know, and even I feel like it was a month or two ago, I got asked to do something for work at 530. I felt that same PM. PM. Okay. And I felt that same pressure. And it's like, listen, I've been up since 430 in the morning doing a morning show. You're going to ask me to do something 530. That's prime time with my kids, man. You know, but it was the one off. And I said, you know what? I want them to rely on me. I want them to see that I am a good worker. And that's the reason why I committed to it, you know, but like, I have no regrets about doing things like that. It's when it becomes a pattern that you've got to like set your boundaries. Also, we're, with our, you know, field of work, let's say like we do commercials. Sometimes it's like somebody be like, oh, I need this like right now. And then it's just like you think like, do I want this person to be like, I'm never working with you again? Or do you want this person to be like, oh, wow, thank you so much. And then more money comes later. So That's it's like, it. it's a weird, it's a weird, it's like such a little gray area because you want to stand your ground and be like, nah, how are you expecting to like find a studio right now and record this and have it over like in 10 minutes, like, come on, give me a couple of days to get this together. But then it's like, okay, is this person going to get mad at me and never use me again? Well, but you know what, honey, then I'm thinking about people who might be listening to us right now. So let's, let's think about that. And they're not in our industry and they're not working the jobs that we are. Like maybe you are a nurse or maybe you are a healthcare practitioner. Maybe you are a teacher and you're feeling the same way. Cause it is not industry specific, you know? No, it's not. And it's just like, Everybody right now is just like, you know, you want to keep your job. You know, it's, it's, it's hard out here. Mm-hmm. You want to keep your job. It's like, let's say like when I was in the legal field, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes they'd be like, okay, we're going to trial next week. You know, oh, you have to stay. And it's like, and you would be a salary employee. There was no hourly or anything like that. And then yeah. it's just like, how do you get up and just walk? Let's say you're a paralegal right now working. Like, how do you? set your boundaries. Yeah. All the lawyers are there, but guess what? They own the firm. They want to stay there till nine, 10 o'clock at night. Really that's on them. If you're not getting paid one more penny, like you might just want to leave and go make dinner for your kids and, you know, spend some time with your husband. It's so hard. It's so hard. I mean, in theory, it sounds so great. It's just adopting these things and finding that voice to be able to say like, no, I can't stay until nine o'clock at night because I'm not making the same money that you do. I can't pay my sitter to stay an extra three hours because I'm making X amount of money. You know, I mean, there's just, this is just such an epidemic in our country and it's something that needs to be addressed. And you know, what's crazy, Carolina, like in the legal field, I was always like office manager in charge of the paralegals, you know, mm-hmm. and sometimes uh, we would interview people and the lawyers would be like, oh no. She talked about kids. Hell no. She's going to want to leave on time every day. Nah, nah, nah. What about the other one? Did she have kids? You know, as illegal as that is, I've witnessed it, you know, like, oh no, Uh, what she said, she has kids and what time childcare. And and you might not even get that shot. So it's like, if you do have the job now as a mom, you don't want to be like, I got to leave. You don't want to lose your job, especially when you work in private that from one day to another, they were like, nah, that's it. Pack your desk. Today's your last day. Because, you know, a lot of jobs don't even give you notice because they don't want you to go do no craziness, you know? But I have been in rooms where they, the bosses or the, the hiring partners might be like, nah, the one with kids, you know, she's always going to want to be off on holidays. You know, she's mm-hmm. always going to talk about babysitter and buses. So it's, it's even harder for moms, you know, to set those boundaries because you don't want to be viewed as the one that never can stay late. I don't care. I tell it. 
I tell it and I don't care because it's my truth. And, and I feel like I am doing a service to other women, maybe the women that are coming up behind me that will, you know, or after me, I tell the truth because like, for example, we can't find a nanny. You guys tell me right now that you have been looking for childcare. There are a ton of people who are in the same position that I am, right? I can't do certain things. I got to get my kids on the bus. This is my life situation. And as a manager, people need to understand you have different types of individuals working for you. So I don't hide any of that stuff. Do I try to make it happen? Yes, I do. Because I do love and value my job. But I also think it's important for people like me to set up that those those realistic scenarios because guess what I do need to be home by 3 p.m. to get my kids off the bus or they're taking these little guys back to school and I'm not willing to have them no for real and I don't want them to have this traumatic experience all like oh my mom was late and they made us go back to school all alone going back to school in the bus talking about where's my mom is she okay and that's why I'm like people have all these thoughts too you know they get worried they it's fear Exactly. And I'm not willing to do that for my kids. So guess what? You don't get all of me right now because I have a bigger responsibility. My humans, my babies are more important than this job. If I can make it happen, I will. But if I can't, not going to do it. And I think that it's important for women who are in this position to be more outspoken. I know it's scary, but I do it all the time. And And I even will say to my manager, I know you can't relate, but this is my situation well, because he doesn't have children, you know, and, yeah. and I'll always preface it with that, you know, so it's not like we're looking for a way out. It's we're looking for understanding. No, and it's a, it's a huge responsibility. It's a whole nother little human that can't care for himself. I don't it's need not, the like cops it's coming to ask me why I left my eight and my six-year-old alone, because now you got that like, for real. I mean, think about that. Yes. Talk about knock, knock, knock. Not to not me, honey, not me. So no, you know, that's like the furthest extreme, but you know, you've got to like think of things and that's where it's like toxic productivity really does come into play, especially post COVID, especially when you have people asking you to do more at different times. And, you know, for me, I just say, we have to find a balance. You got to give a little and you've got, you, you do, you have to give a little in certain scenarios and then you have to also take a little too. Yeah. You know, I'll be like, okay, let me do it this one time. Carolina, do you feel like you work more now during COVID that you work from home? I work differently. I'll say that. I do. I work differently. Like, you know, there were a bunch of meetings and things like back in the day, they would be like, oh, do you want to meet? And I'm making up this, uh, you know, I'll I'll say like, oh, do you want to meet with this yogurt company at 3 p.m.? I'm like, 3 p.m. I can't, you know, or whenever they would have like these client meetings, they would always be like in the middle of the afternoon at the most inopportune times. And you had to suck it up. You're like, yes, I, you know, I'll be there. Now what's happening is they're asking you to either do videos or join Zooms, do these client meetings. So you feel like you can't say no because you don't have to physically be there. So I'm doing more of those because now I actually can do them. You know what I mean? Whereas before I physically, sometimes I would be like, I'll pop in, but then I got to get on the LIE because I need, you know, traffic and you know, whatever. For me, it it definitely, I don't know why I feel like I work twice as hard. Again, it's because I'm having this problem setting boundaries. Let's say I work seven to three, never in my life at 3 PM would I stop answering emails till tomorrow at 7 AM. So it's just, no, for sure. And let's say meetings. Now that now that we work from home, people don't care scheduling three meetings back to back. Like let's say Thursday. Thursday I had five meetings, Carolina. Five. When I used to go in, I would have one meeting on Wednesdays at 1230. Yeah. And then every now and then that was like a recurring meeting. 
And then every now and then maybe something else would come up and then we would, you know, huddle up. But now people don't care. They look at your calendar and they're like, oh, you have a break right here. Boom, meeting, meeting, meeting. So that is the slickest, like sneakiest thing that I think people are doing now looking at your outlook. I'm like, that is wrong. Do not even. And I always tell people I don't update my outlook. So you don't even know what's going on in my life. (laughs) You know, know, we also use teams and on teams, everyone can see your calendar. That's they can see if you're on a call. They can see if you're in a meeting. They can see if you're sharing your screen. They can see when you have free time. Sometimes somebody will come back and be like, oh, I looked at everyone's calendar. Thursday at two, everyone is free. And boom, guess what? Meeting. Nah, this technology is not for me. I'm telling you, I want to be off the grid. I want to be incognito, witness protection. Do not nah, this, look at this my says, calendar. It says last seen. So if you if you don't look at, at, at Teams, let's say for two hours, let's say, it'll say last seen at 8.40 a.m., and then you don't want that because they're going to no. be like, well, where you been for two hours? You're not working. Yeah. Well, you know what? My work is in other areas too. Come on. Like I know people that are like, hold on, I'll be on the phone with them. They're like, hold on, let me move my mouse so that they can see that I'm active. It's a lot of pressure. I'll tell you that. That is so intrusive. That is really, I am so glad we don't work on that system. Cause I'll be honest with you. I don't need anybody knowing what I'm doing, where I'm going. You know what I mean? Like I move differently and I don't need you guys keeping tabs on me like that. <laughs> This is crazy. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos, Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20enespañol.com. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling. And it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together. And that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi. I'm Freddie Prinze Jr., and on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, we know how important it is to have the right teammate, because things can get pretty tricky quick. So, when things get complicated and you need help, State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me? Sharing memories and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the My Cultura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tura shows 
wherever you listen to podcasts. You want to talk about something fun? I feel like we need a little vino right now for this. <laughs> I want to talk about um, Jennifer Lopez. You like oh. Jennifer? I'm sick of Jennifer. I just think that J-Lo can do no wrong. Somebody asked me if I was over her and I said, never in my life. I don't, I want her to keep Dang. being the most extra. I want her no, to wear her, her own face on her t-shirt. I want, I want her to do these things for us. Do yeah, it. I was, I was watching Latino videos on um, Vivo uh-huh. and where she wore the cutoff, the, the booty cutoffs, and she was on the in the beach on all fours. I haven't seen it, girl. This it, well, it's a little older, but I was I just happened to catch it. I had never actually seen it, and I'm like, bro, this woman is insanely talented. Yeah, you know, I know people like to get on her about her voice, but whatever. The fact that she's been able to parlay this career all these years without Can't having mad. pipes, bro. Please nah. stop. But nah. yeah, but nah. But the fact that she did, you know bring Ja Rule on, on set, you know, and she brought it back to our roots, you know, her day one roots. It made me proud. And, you know, a lot of us have to do this still. You know, when I, when I ride around Manhattan, I tell my husband, bring me to 151st and Broadway. That's my building. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I want to go see my old hood. You know, what's crazy, Carolina. My family had that apartment for like 20 years. Well, my tia lived there, uh-huh. my mom's sister. And I was able to go and I would knock on the door and I would go see my old bedroom. And it was amazing. It pains me to know that, you know, we no longer have this apartment held hostage from its landlord. You, you guys got rid of that rent control. What was what were you thinking, girl? My 20 tia, years? My, tia was, my tia was being greedy. She probably got like 50 G's and and, oh. and and moved along. You know what I'm saying? But we had that since I went to elementary school. But and I always tell my husband, drive me to 151st Street. It's history. That's your history. You know, and it just feels good. And it kind of like grounds you once again, once you start getting detached from like where you came from, you know, where your hood was from, like your roots. So watching them together on stage, that it made me feel good. It made me feel like, wow, J-Lo, you're kind of still one of us. Yeah. No, it definitely speaks to, yeah, definitely. Uh, My bank account does not look like J-Lo's. Neither does my pancake booty, but that's another episode that we can discuss. Uh, No, but for real, I think going back to like, Staying connected to your roots, who you are, where you're from. I think that that's the reason why I'm always so proud to tell people that like I'm from Ohio, this little small town. And then whenever people like whenever people acknowledge it, they're like, oh, my gosh, you know, I thought that you were from Miami or I thought you were a New Yorker. I'm like, no, you know, it is good to always remember, like, you know, because it takes you back to those days when you were hungry, when you wanted something, you know, And, and it connects you to a different set of people. You know what I'm saying? Like. I'm not embarrassed to be like, yo, I remember on Riverside Drive when the welfare bus pulled up and I stood online waiting for my government cheese. Mm-hmm. And girl, that government cheese was big. We made grilled cheese probably for years off that bitch. Stop. But you know, <laughs> you know, it gives you, you know, people want people that are relatable. They don't want to admire you. They don't want to envy you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Granted, yeah. Oh, nice outfit. Oh, great hair. But are you like me? And you know, that's always been my goal just to make, you know, let's say our listeners here feel like I can relate to them and they can relate to me. I don't want you to admire me. I don't want you to envy me. I don't want you to be your relationship goals. I just want you to feel like I understand where you came from and your pain. You know what I'm saying? And it's just sharing who we are, where we come from and even revisiting it makes you, it makes you look like, yeah, you know what? She did all this, but she's still one of us. Mm Mm-hmm.
mm-hmm. that's how you're embraced. And, you know, I re-embraced JLo. You did. I love that. So now it's a love fest because I will never, ever turn my back on her. Seriously, because some people think she's doing the most with Benefer and all of the stuff that she has going on. And I'm like, listen, you got one life to live. Enjoy it to the fullest. Listen, I'm glad I lived witness Benefer 2.0. I mean, and just wait until the wedding, baby. We will discuss it at length because you know you those two are going to get married. They're going to get you married. Think? Yes. She loves love. She's the modern day Elizabeth Taylor minus Perfect. all the weddings. Get them diamonds, baby. Go for it. Get all the diamonds. I don't care. I want to watch you. I want to celebrate you. I am here for it. Not one ounce of jealousy. So there you have it. <laughs> this was a good ass conversation, bro. I, I loved so, it. I don't know. I feel emotional. It's weird. Like, I feel like we touched on so many different things. It feels good. I feel like Definitely. I just unloaded a bunch of shit on you and the listeners. <laughs> as long as it's cathartic, you know, I mean, that's what it is. And this is a two-way street. You know, we, like I said, at the beginning of the episode, we want to hear from you. We want to know like, what is on your mind? What are the topics that you want to discuss? What issues are you facing? How can we help you? Cause this is a relationship. It's a two-way street, you know? So definitely hit us up on social media at LI Spanglish. I'm at the real Carolina. And I am honey German. It's so weird. Cause my Instagram is I am honey German. So when I right. see it, it just always sounds weird. Yes. um, Nah, thanks for rocking with us. Today was a really, really amazing conversation. Life in Spanglish is a production of Life in Spanglish Productions in partnership with iHeart's My Cultura Podcast Network. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.